Welcome, this is Leading with Spirit, the show that gives you an in-depth look at topics like what it takes to navigate your spiritual journey, how to heal yourself and grow your spiritual gifts, and balanced practices to expand your business and your spiritual leadership. I'm your host, Spirit Bird, shamanic teacher, healer, and author, here to guide you on your journey to becoming your most potent spiritual leader. Have you been hearing the call to expand your spiritual gifts and step into your next level of conscious leadership? If you're a coach, healer, or a spiritual leader, you can learn more about Shaman School and growing your spiritual business on our website, HoltonHealingArts.com, or send me a DM at Holton Healing Arts. Have you heard that shamanic gifts are given and can't be taught? How about um, you shouldn't do training? You can learn all of this stuff from spirit and through your own work. Maybe people say you just need to do affirmations and mindset work to have a successful business. These are all examples of remnants from the old way, but the old way doesn't work. The way we used to do it doesn't work for the new problems that are arising and also the new ways that our awareness is increasing and the new ways that our world works. Terrence McKenna used the term archaic revival in a lot of his work, which is something that you're probably seeing a lot of today. It's a turn towards the past and an idealization of ancient ways. The way it's showing up today in many ways has us imagine how things used to be and that it was so much better then. And if we could just restore or go back to that way, everything would be fine. But many of the ancient traditions were created from shamanic cultures that were in small communities. And that's not what's happening right now. And also, it's not necessarily bad. If everything was fine in the old way, we wouldn't have needed to evolve. And it's true we've gone through a pretty long age of separation where we began to pick things apart, where we separated stuff, put it into boxes, drew distinctions. And while it may have caused some damage, um, it also caused us to awaken more, to bring in more human capacities. And now we're reintegrating bringing mind and spirit back together, bringing knowing and questioning back together, bringing science and spirituality back together, bringing spirituality back into money and into our lives. What doesn't work is going back to the past and ignoring everything we've learned over the last few centuries. We need to take the learning of where we've been and apply it to where we're going now. It actually isn't one or the other. Where we are is bringing what we've learned from both sides to create a new whole. One of the biggest things um, I see holding the spiritual growth industry back is trying to keep things separate. Trying to say this, this is the way, and that is not the way. And what we really need to understand is that people are different and in different places. 
and um, on a path of learning different things. So in our spiritual and shamanic training, we need to develop systems that allow people to be in different places. That doesn't assume that this is the problem and this is the solution and the same thing works for everybody or the same stages work for everybody or everybody even needs to go through the same stages. If you've been really inward for a while, it might be time to come out, you know, to be um, outward, to focus on the external again. If you've been really externally oriented, it might be time to go inward. Where one person might need to work on their ability to listen and be present. Another might need to learn that it's time to speak up, that they've done their work there and it's time for the next stage. The world is complex and this work is complex. It's not one size fits all. When I started my healing work, I never marketed or advertised. Um, I definitely thought that that was wrong. Like that was, if you did that, you were automatically bad. And honestly, a lot of that was because I was scared. I was scared of being part of the system, scared of conventions, scared of a whole part of being human that I was fiercely rejecting. I was idealizing certain parts of the human experience um, and rejecting other parts, right? I actually had gotten the go-ahead from spirit long, long before I actually started working with others in a formal way. Um, I worked through word of mouth. I didn't actually want to offer my healing work when I started to offer my healing work. Um, and I had really only shared with some close friends and family about what I was doing in the world um, as far as just the personal training and healing I was going through. And, and it happened naturally with word of mouth where people started asking to meet with me and help them through processes. So, um, so I started with word of mouth and pretty bashfully at that. Um, I also knew that, again, I had gotten the okay from spirit that it was um, time to receive exchange for my work, but I really wasn't ready to do that. Um, But I did know that it was important. So to get started out in a way that felt safe um, and because I knew I was going to be putting a lot of energy into working with my clients and also at the time inviting strangers into my home, um, I knew uh, that I needed an exchange. And so what I did is offer donation-based work with a suggested amount. <clears throat> when I look back and think about where I was at that time, if somebody had told me all I need to do is learn how to market and they didn't actually understand and see more deeply where I was on my journey, it would have been totally wrong. It would have not been the right medicine for me. I really needed to do some more deep healing around boundaries and especially around giving and receiving. Also, looking back, I knew, I know now I really needed somebody to help me help guide and navigate through my first few layers of trauma, which not only allowed me to open up more to the work that I'm here to do and my ability to give and my ability to receive. Um, but also allowed me to really grow as a practitioner. And then when I was ready to put my work out, um, I had really gotten clear about 
that purpose for myself. I had really gotten clear about permission to move forward. And I really started to develop deep self-trust. You know, I really started to actually trust myself. If at that point somebody had said, oh, in order for your business to grow, you just need to do healing work or manifesting work or do affirmations um, without actually knowing where I was, it also would have been totally wrong because at that point I was ready. I was so ready and I really needed action steps and accountability to integrate all of the spiritual knowledge I had developed, all of the healing work that I had done and apply it to regular life and apply it to my business and relationships and take action. I see, I see all the time in my interviews for Shaman School, um, these major misconceptions. Specifically, I want to share with you four major misconceptions um, that are born from this old paradigm that just don't work anymore. And it's actually holding us back um, as practitioners and holding our programs and facilitation back. And I'm going to share them with you today because it's important you know them so you can determine what is the best shamanic training for you or what is the best next step in your spiritual growth. So the first one I want to share with you today is definitely a big one. Um, and that is this um, idea that becoming a healer or a shaman is um, something that can't be taught, that you're either chosen or you're not. It comes from the old belief um, that healers are supposed to be a certain way or they aren't true healers that shamans are supposed to go through a certain passage where they're not real shamans. When actually healers and shamans are here to change the rules and do work that responds to what needs to be done to restore our harmony rather than just repeating the old way or looking back to the old way and thinking, ah, oh, if we could just go back to that, then things would be perfect, right? And when I notice where this comes from, um, and I want to take some ownership for that today, is many practitioners and leaders believe that the way we did it personally is the way others should also do it in order for them to be legit. And typically this belief comes from some scarcity mindset, Practitioners often want to feel special and feel like they overcame the most, that they trained the hardest or had the most challenging circumstances, and that if your path doesn't look like their path, then you must not be legit or you haven't actually done the work. And oftentimes we have this belief without actually knowing what other people have actually gone through. Oftentimes, it also comes from this old, old belief that transformation comes through suffering and sacrifice. And sometimes this is true for people on their individual paths, um, but it's not the only way. And what I'm seeing now and learning now is that um, the older generations moving on down have done a lot of work to help open the pathways for the younger people that are coming in which means that the younger people that are coming in are going to come in already more advanced because we've done the work to open the doorways for them, right? To heal some of the past crap that we've been dealing with for centuries so they could come in and pick up on the next stage. 
They already have learning in their DNA. And really where they are is they need help learning how to merge their gifts with life in a way that's healthy and supports them so they can participate with all of life. And as older people, when we have learned that things happen a certain way, we can sometimes, again, believe that it has to be our way for it to be correct, for it to be right, for it to be an integrity, instead of actually seeing where people are and what they need to really grow their gifts and step forward and share their spiritual work. It's a pretty dark place in the spiritual industry because it also harbors a lot of shaming and judgment on others. And so really what, um, you know, what I'm calling for is some trust in others. Trusting that others can navigate their journey. Trusting that others are probably dealing with different problems than you're dealing with in your life. And systems, programs that help really foster this. So we're not actually just repeating um, what we were taught from our older generations, that we are also bringing from both camps, bringing the old way, bringing the old traditions and the old ideas with what's happening right now in life, with the new gifts that are awakening, with the new ways people need support in life right now. Mm -hmm. So if you're finding yourself in that spot where you're questioning whether you're supposed to actually bring your work forward, but you feel like, you know, you were hearing all this rhetoric that it can't be taught or you can't train or you have to be chosen. Um, know that that's not true. <laughs> know that that's not, um, that's not what's happening right now. And for many of us, it is a combination. It's a combination of our inner knowing and personal experience and what we've learned naturally in our lives and also learning from others. It's not one or the other. It's not, it's all on your own and you actually can't learn from anybody, nor is it that it's only learning from people. It's a combination of the two of bringing your personal experience and also leveraging and learning from other people so that we can step forward, you know, in a, a more direct way that's in alignment with what we are here to do. Mm-hmm. Another major misconception that is related to this is um, this kind of goes, uh, emphasizes that you're supposed to just be learning on your own, that you actually can just do all of this work on your own and you don't need guides. And um, again, while this is partially true and there are certainly exceptions to this rule where some people do that, they just have learned naturally and they are on a pathway of stepping forward in that way. But for most of us, um, what has happened is we end up believing that um, we can do this just on our own or that we're supposed to do it just on our own for it to be legit. And so what that causes us to do is actually gather from a lot of mixed sources, which can be beneficial too to be able to um, you know, learn from different ideas and learn from different cultures and learn from different types of people and different concepts. It's one of the beauties of the age of information, right? Um, and what happens here is we end up sort of like piecemealing this thing together and what is missing is a foundation and an understanding of how to guide somebody all the way through a process, so because we have learned from sort of piecing different things together, um, what's needed 
is um, a bigger picture, you know? And that's what actually the application of our work looks like when we're learning or just gathering like a little training here and a little training there is we think that that's that's how we apply our healing work. So then we're actually just like applying this little idea here and this little idea there. And it's not actually helping our clients really make transformational um, changes in their lives, right? And so it kind of comes from this idea that there's formulas to healing work, that um, if I can just do this quick training on how to clear bad energies, then I will be good. Or if I can just do this quick training on understanding this one little piece, then I'll be good. And it's not actually what supports our clients the most or our communities the most. So we want to have a bigger picture. And this is one of the benefits from working with, um, with guides and trainers and practitioners that can help you bring all of those pieces together, all of the pieces that you've been gathering and create a bigger picture that's personal to you and unique to you. It's not just reiterating what somebody else thinks or does. In the spiritual industry, there is also uh, what's wanting to happen and what is happening is, again, bringing spirituality and money and business back together. Um, This is a part of um, bringing more integrity and wholeness back into the money system so it's not just spiraling out and getting worse and worse. And it requires your participation. So not participating is one of the worst things that you can do for um, transformation, for community change. But what happens is some, you know, a lot of practitioners um, do a tiny bit of personal healing work um, or they do a, a little bit of mindset work. And so what they end up talking about is like, this is how you build a spiritual business. And it becomes like this really shallow way of working where we focus, we have programs and coaches that focus like only on mindset for business. Um, but ignore all the other ways that we communicate with life, the, all the other ways that our spirit and, um, you know, our personal path is in communication with life and what's wanting to happen and how we can be guided on that journey. Now, again, this isn't necessarily wrong. Um, and at some point in your journey, that might be the best thing for you is to really focus, hyper-focus specifically on um, business strategies. But typically, that's not what we start out with. Typically, that's way down the road. Um, And you have to really be clear about um, your vision before bringing in any strategies. Because if you're learning to offer healing work or you're stepping it forward or you are, um, you know, maybe you're trying to uh, break through the next um, monetary goal that you have or um, be seen in a bigger way, then um, just uh, hiring somebody to help you with um, an ad or hiring somebody to help you with writing emails isn't going to help you because you're not actually fully in alignment with what you're doing, why you're doing it, and probably haven't moved through the healing work that's required for you to do it in a powerful way. If you had moved through that healing work, then you'd already be doing it, right? So what we really need is to take um, our healing concepts and apply it to all of the areas in our life. We need to um, have programs that help us learn how to develop our spiritual self and bring it back in. 
bringing it into your communities, bringing it into um, your partnerships and your families and your business. So it's also this old paradigm and especially from like the masculine viewpoint that, you know, there's strategies and there's ways that you can do things. And if you actually just learn these concepts and these strategies, then you'll have a successful business and that's all you need. Right. And it's a big part of, um, you know, hyper-focusing on the masculine and ignoring the feminine because the feminine needs to be part of our work for it to really be in alignment and to land for people and to make changes. On the flip side of this, this is another big misconception. This is another spot where there's like a big division where on the opposite end of the spectrum, we also have programs that only focus on spiritual concepts, that only focus on the deep feminine. And again, this is an important part of the journey to learn the masculine piece and to learn the feminine piece is an important part of the journey. And if you are stuck in believing that the feminine is the best way and that the masculine is actually not safe, you're going to be missing a huge part of your personal training and your development. And so what this looks like, um, and again, not that it's necessarily wrong because we do need practitioners that are, you know, really in these um, niches that can really help people hyper-focus on things that they're ready for, um, but it's also not the one answer. So, you know, if you have somebody that's been really caught in the feminine for a long time and doesn't understand how to apply all of the spiritual knowledge that they're acquiring, it's going to keep them stuck. When I realized that I really was a powerful healer and had um, important medicine to bring forward, I thought that was all I needed. I thought like, oh, now that I'm clear on my purpose, then that's enough. And I really had to move through healing my relationship with the masculine in order to bring it forward, in order to support the feminine um, principles and way of being that I wanted to share. And um, it's a big misconception in uh, for healers, especially, is we take a course or a training, we're not actually clear on what we're doing or why we want to do it or who we want to help. And we think now that we've gotten the certification, um, if we just open an office or build a website, people will come. But that's not all of how it works. So... What I've noticed for to really develop um, healthy, balanced relationship with the masculine and feminine and to have a balanced program that really helps people bring these two pieces together, that helps them develop their spiritual work, that helps them move through their personal healing, and that helps them bring it forward and integrate it into life um, is a huge stages. So first, we want to tune into life and the spirits. And find out what the earth wants and what the spirits want and what I want, what we want as individuals. That is the first stage of really getting clear for yourself there and moving through any healing work that is keeping you from being clear about that for yourself in the first place. If you know that you have something to offer and you're starting to feel that call, but you don't actually know what it is you want or can't actually say it out loud yet, then it's time for some more healing work. (sighs) 
if you were completely ready to have the thing that you feel like you want, but you don't have it, there is also more healing work to do, right? From there, when we move through that passageway from there, then we can actually zoom out and get a wider view of where our personal path intersects with others, where our personal path intersects with society, with our clients, and with our business, because all of these are part of the puzzle we're putting together. Mm -hmm. And then finally from there, we can pull this all together. We can apply all of these things and bring them together and take action that is moved um, from that clear connection to our what and our why. And in clear connection to communicating with life and being in flow with what life wants, right? This is the part where the surrender comes in, where we um, can both hold surrendering and being in flow and also holding what it is that we want and the goals that we have. Because our desires and our goals are also sacred. They're also part of wholeness. They're also part of being human. We don't have them because we're supposed to not have them. We have them because we're supposed to bring them all together and allow that to be okay. And this has been a primary focus for our shaman school to guide you through the next layer of healing that you're ready for, to grow your gifts and self-trust, and to bring it all together, to bring the personal support together, to bring the accountability in, and to bring the action steps in. Because it isn't one or the other, and it isn't this one size fits all, and it isn't that this is the way, and if your path looks different, then you're not real. So if you are feeling into what is the best next training for you, if you're ready for some more support on your spiritual or personal growth, ready for some more support in um, being in alignment with your offer and bringing your spiritual work forward, then I have a couple questions for you just to maybe journal or um, play around with. So the first question is to ask yourself is, what beliefs do I have that keep me from moving forward? In other words, what do I think keeps coming up that is preventing me? Oftentimes this can sound like, oh, well, I was going to do this or I was going to start, but this thing is happening and now I can't. So making some notes of when you've noticed that's happened. And it's probably happened multiple times. Um, and, you know, and, it, and there's nothing shameful about that because stepping forward into this work, yeah, it can feel scary. So of course we would want to put up blocks to keep us from moving forward. And so what we can do is actually just Notice what blocks are coming up and what flavor they look like. So when they arise, we can see them and know what they are and make a different decision. Another important place for you to be clear for yourself is why is, um, why is stepping into my true calling important to me right now? Why is stepping into my true calling important to me right now? 
Maybe it isn't important. That would be good information for you to be clear on for yourself. But if it is important, and for most of us, that calling, again, that nudge just doesn't really go away. It just gets stronger, or it might take the back seat for a while, but it comes back, right? And so if that's what you're feeling, why? Why do you feel called forward right now? Another way to think of it is um, if my life, if, what if you waited? How would your life look different than if you started right now? What will my life look like if I wait versus if I start right now? And get descriptive, you know, go into the details. It's an important part of your clarity. Another piece to consider is what do I feel that I really need right now to feel confident in both my spiritual work and in bringing it forward and sharing it with others, whether that looks like a business or just sharing more of who you are with your community? What do I feel I need to feel confident in my spiritual self and in sharing it with others? And lastly, a place to consider is, um, can you see yourself in the guide, in the person that's leading the program? Are they relatable? Do you see yourself in them? If it feels like you can't, they're probably not in alignment with what you need, or you're not in alignment with them. And that's no problem, right? Because we're all here to teach different things and guide people through different parts of their path. So if we're looking at somebody and it looks like they will just give us this hidden key, but we don't actually feel like we can see ourselves in them, then it's going to be the wrong key. (laughs) Right? And this is also really important. Mm Mm-hmm. So taking some time to sit with these questions is important as you're evaluating your next step. Also, it will help you just get clear about what it is that you want in the first place. And this is a really major part of your first step. Giving yourself permission to ask for exactly what you want. Mm Mm-hmm. And as a reminder for some additional support to help you um, through some of this work, through bringing your spiritual self forward um, and doing your own personal healing work to grow your spiritual gifts and grow your business, just as a reminder um, that I'm offering a a free uh, spiritual business kit. This is um, the 10 spiritual and shamanic tools that I've personally used every time I have stepped forward to my next level of leadership and brought my business to the next level. So it's got lots of beautiful tools to help bring both the masculine and feminine together to help you work through some of the spiritual and healing work required and some of the structure and action oriented pieces that you also need to be creating your highest level offer. To receive that, um, I'm asking an exchange for you to go ahead and rate and review this podcast (laughs) Um, and go ahead and rate and review it. Send me a screenshot. You can DM me or send it to my email 
And um, once you do that, I would be happy to share this guide with you for free. Mm -hmm. In addition, um, everybody who rates and reviews the podcast in the whole month of June will be automatically entered into a raffle and I'll be giving away um, my Foundations for um, Shamanism program. This is a self-study program. It's a great way to get started on your journey. It's a great way to get a feel for if the shamanic path is right for you. And it's a great way to take shamanic tools, even if you've already learned some shamanic practices or done some shamanic training. It's a great way to really take these tools and learn how to integrate them into your life, to be able to be in communication with life, what the earth and life wants you to do, and get clear on your personal desires. Because again, where those two places meet is what life wants from you and where you can be your most powerful healer. Mm -hmm. Thank you so much for joining me today. I'd love to hear more from you and stay tuned because we've got our first episode of our member query coming up in just a second where we look at questions from our listeners. Thanks again for joining me. Welcome to today's member query episode where we explore questions about spiritual paths, intuitive gifts, growing a spiritual business, and shamanism. Do you have a question for us? Send us a DM at Holton Healing Arts. Our question for today comes from one of our Leading with Spirit uh, private Facebook group members, and she asks, I feel called to shamanic work. I've been helping people my whole life. Um, and now I feel called to take it to the next level, but I'm not sure what that means exactly. And uh, thank you so much for sharing that question. It is a common question. And, um, you know, really for this this stage that we're at, um, I know from my experience, usually it begins by like a feeling in my body. It feels like I'm being called to something and I'm not clear on what that is, right? And so coming back to some of the content from earlier today, Part of the first step is actually doing the healing work for why you're not clear about that for yourself in the first place. And um, what I find to be most supportive when you're in this place is doing some training or enrolling in a program that can help you get clearer on your purpose and specifically how to bring that forward in the world, how to apply your healing work and your spiritual knowledge to your life and your business. And it doesn't have to be an actually like a specifically a healing business for it to be a spiritual business. So you can apply your spiritual knowledge and your learnings and help do your part in bringing forward the new earth, even if you're a musician or a writer or a photographer or a web developer, right? Or you're running another company. Um, all of these are types of businesses are also game and ready to bring your personal healing work and your spiritual knowledge forward. And what happens is um, by doing the deeper work, that's actually where we become clear on what it means. It's not a, a situation where you're supposed to get clear first and then you can do a training or do be, be clear first and then you can finally do the thing. It's by exploring what that means that we discover the information that's um, ready to come forward for us. And so just a piece of advice here, if you are looking for support in that, um, you know, I find it is best to be doing that with a training program if you want um, fast, clear results. But of course, you can um, do some of this work on your own. You can do this through meditation. Um, shamanic journey work is really powerful to support you in this process. 
And what I find is when we do it on our own, we get there and it does tend to take a lot longer. So if you're excited and ready to move forward and you're feeling motivated and inspired, then jump into a training that will help you get clear for what that means and give you the experience so that you can embody what that means and bring it forward. And the easiest way to feel into where the next step is for you with this question is to follow your excitement. If, uh, you know, if a book jumps out at you, read the book. You know, if a teacher comes forward and you feel aligned, start with that teacher. Um, if a job comes forward and it feels exciting, do the job, right? We don't usually understand ahead of time how the path is going to unfold or what it looks like, but we can find the right path for us by following our excitement. <laughs> Thank you again so much for joining me. See you next time. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Leading with Spirit. If you did, please share the link for this episode with your biggest takeaway, tagging me at Holton Healing Arts. It would also support me if you subscribed and left a rating and review of the show so we can support more people living their highest purpose. Until next time, journey on.